What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. And that's you. Oh, my. Is it loud? <laughs> is it loud? Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Give me some sound effects. I got money. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome back. We are on Money Day. Money Day. Money, money Day Monday. Appreciate y'all for being here. And we're back. We're ready to go. Can y'all hear me? It's all good. And that's you. It's loud in my ears. <laughs> all right. It's loud in my ears. But anyway, man, I'm glad to be back. All right. I miss Friday. And so now we're back. We're ready to roll. We got a little bit of a short week today, uh, but we're going to get it done today. But anyway, today we're going to talk about, did you see the Dale Curry? Did you see Dale Curry and Sonia Curry's wife swap? Did you guys see that? We're going to go over that and we're going to link it in. Perhaps did Jada Pinkett Smith cause the wife swap between Dale Curry and Sonia Curry? We're going to explore a little bit of that. We're going to get all in their business. And we're going to talk about why perhaps celebrity men are having problems with modern women and how if celebrity men are having problems with modern women, how likely is it for you to not have problems with these women today? So anyway, man, shout out to the coach gang. Let's do it like this in order to let your voice be heard. Hit up the dollar sign CGA live right over there. Dollar sign CGA live on the bottom right hand of your screen. And uh, you can submit a cash app over there and let your voice be heard. You can also go on PayPal and I'll put the address in there. PayPal.me backslash Coach Rick Adams. I'll put it in a live chat and pin it all the way to the top. So if you want to let your voice be heard and type out a longer message, I see some of you guys typing out long ass messages on the PayPal. All right. So um, I think cash app is limited to so many characters. But PayPal, PayPal. I got money. All right. You can go all the way out. You can you can leave a whole damn paragraph. And let's turn the air conditioning on real quick. Um, it's a little bit hot in here. Coach's chocolatey skin is getting melted. I might have to towel off. But anyway, man, got the air conditioning all the way on 68. Oh my goodness. It's gonna be one of those. So um, let me do this. Let me type this in the let me type this in here. So we're going to talk about a little bit of the marriage, Will, because a lot a lot of what you're going to hear uh, with Sonya Curry, I'm going to play a clip. Sonya Curry is going to basically uh, talk about how there's different segments or sections of marriage, all right, different sections of marriage that many of you guys don't even understand. And then once you get into these situations, you get into these situations, then you get bait and switched, and then you don't know what happened. So Sonya Curry is going to definitely talk about this. Let me do PayPal. PayPal dot backslash. I think I can type. All right, here we go. Let's see. There it is right there. If you want to hit up the PayPal. Yeah, they trying to shut. You know what happens with the air conditioning in California? What they do is like right around this hour, they basically go to eco. So right now it's delayed. So the air conditioning is off. Like right around 830, they go to some eco, uh, eco, like I guess, trying to save some energy or something like that, especially in the summer, because they'll have rolling blackouts. So right around 8.30 or 9 o'clock, they'll go to Eco and they'll shut everybody's air conditioning off. So right now, they just shut my damn air conditioning off. Ain't that a damn shame, <laughs> right? Brother gonna be sweating up in here. All right, but anyway, man, damn shame. Anyway, what are we talking about here? Oh, let's talk about the contributors, earlier contributors to this show. We got a sponsorship already. Lord have mercy. Who was the sponsorship? That was from last week. All right. And I didn't have a show, but Roderick Miller appreciates you, brother. I got money. He says for tuition, 
strong work. You are saving lives out here, and that's what we're looking to do. I appreciate that, man. Save a couple of lives. All right. Who else is in here? Fritz. We're going to call you Fritzy. He says, women who got an STD in an insured, wait, women who got an STD in an insured car, a rental car or an insured car, Sue's Geico. Huh? Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. Wait a minute. Woman who got an STD in an insured car. What the hell? Uh, that's interesting. All right. I'm trying to figure out that out. Shout out to Albert E. in the building. Senators managed to reach a deal on gun control. All right. Let's see if they sign one. But I don't know what kind of deal they're going to reach. What are they trying to what are they trying to accomplish with this gun control? Uh, we already know that a lot of the people who have the guns. They're criminals. All right. It doesn't matter. Gun control doesn't matter. What tends to happen is it, it this is what I believe. They punish the the righteous, rightfully gun owners, uh, the responsible ones, because um, you know, some criminals or somebody went nuts with theirs and uh they want to put these gun co co uh control measures in, but the people who are gonna commit the crimes, they don't get their guns like that. So I don't know what it's controlling, in my opinion. And I, in my opinion, I think it's all political. I I, I'm going to venture to say they would like to have Americans with no guns. And I don't think that's a good idea. All right. I don't think that's a good idea at all, but um, that's where we're going. And that's where the powers that be would like it. And uh, as a result, as a result, uh, they're always going to try to jump on these events and by putting in new measures to penalize people who do things responsibly. So anyway, who is in here? David McFarland's in the building. Appreciate you, brother. Classy B says, happy money day. I got money. Hit the likes up, Coach Gang. Do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building or interact. All right. Leaf is in the building. Thank you, sir. Again, Jonathan says, tuition. Love you, Coach. YouTube name, Mr. West. Mr. West, shout out to you, Mr. West. Appreciate you, uh, sir. And then, uh, oh, we got a co-sponsorship. Co-sponsorship. Uh, I think it's, is it BBM Young Diesel or Young Diesel? We're going to call you that. He says, Coach is the Django. Wait, Coach is the Django in the Willie Lynch. In this Willie Lynch, guys. He says, Coach is the Django in this Willie Lynch in the world. Appreciate you uh, for that uh, again and again. All right, so we're going to get into this Jada Smith. Oh, I got to get over to PayPal real quick. PayPal takes a little bit. What's going on with the delay over there? All right, I'll be trying to hit, hit PayPal, and it's like loading up. Takes too damn long. All right, we got a couple of uh, people on the PayPal. Mr. Austin is in the building. Austin 316 says, he says, for the guys who think looks are everything, I would ask, does she have the itchy, scratchy, crazy story from Reddit? And um, I can't click on the link, but interesting enough about uh, STDs. I mean, you don't really want to go there with STDs, um, especially if people have been in these streets for a while in the street Warhammer says she loves me coach our love is like no other love and by the way she thick coach she thick I got money all right a lot of the things that uh, men will do to pop bypass red flags right told a great story about red flags uh yesterday on the members live chat KT King Jurassic World Dominion is not safe from the agenda war from the uh, is are you gonna are you going to? It seems like you're going to spoiler alert. All right, spoiler alert on Jurassic World. He says, uh, "Their sister, whose heroes." Uh, let me see here. I don't want to spoiler alert. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil. 
it seems like you want to spoil the movie. All right. But he says Thor Love and Thunder is next in a few weeks on the agenda. It's interesting. Um, these movies can't get greenlit. These movies can't get made unless they have an agenda or follow the agenda. So all of these stories have the same type of agenda. They're going to throw in the same sex parents. Uh, they're going to throw in somebody uh, transitioning. They're going to throw all of these things in. And the companies can't push these movies out unless it has a portion of that. Where are we at here? Emilio says, uh, sit in the back seat of the caddy and call me daddy. Congrats on the move, CGA. Well, we haven't made the move yet. All right. Uh, but uh, appreciate that. It's happening as we speak, I believe. We got three more. Three more. KT King, good morning, CGA. Did you notice that prawn star Amy Anderson in a black and green Celtics jersey sitting courtside game four of the Boston Celtics uh, NBA Finals on Friday evening? We all know that happened due to pay for play. I got money. I don't even want to Google her. If I Google it, my whole damn uh, computer going to crash. <laughs> right, hold on for a second. Let me Google her name real quick. Uh, let's see here. Uh, her name ain't, ain't, wait a minute. Who, who was she, who was she invited by? Uh-oh, I clicked on images. I hope you guys can't see this. Oh my goodness. Um, them, those are, yeah, anyway. <laughs> All right. How did you, wait, KT King. How did you know who that was on the court side? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Mr. Norris says, I just saw the 21 video about the protector. One hour and 10 minutes of awesomeness. Appreciate you, man. That is on the 21 Studios uh, YouTube page, in which that was from October. My speech from October, removing the protector. And um, somebody said, share the screen. I hope I wasn't sharing the screen. All right, hold on for a second. Um, yeah, thank you for that. And um, I I, uh, I enjoy doing those 21 uh, convention speeches. And when they come out, I get to see it. And I go, wow, oh, those are pretty good. But removing the protector, uh, this agenda today, I mean, what they're doing is there's a lot of misandry. I mean, we talk about misogyny all the time, but misandry is the, the hate of men. And a lot of times men will be the fall guy. But somehow the men are the ones that supposed to keep people, they're supposed to keep people pretty much, uh, you know, accountable and they supposed to keep people on track. But what they do is get rid of the men and then they, you know, they typically want to do whatever they want to do. And then later on, they say, well, it's not fair. And I didn't know this and we should have known that. And I actually put a post up on TikTok and Instagram of me giving a speech. And I actually put some numbers out there. TikTok took it down for a community guideline strike or whatever they could, they call it on TikTok. And uh, my basic question was, how are we supposed to really admit that women are able to lead? And at the same time, there's a mental health crisis going on. At the same time, there's an opioid crisis going on. At the same time, depression is rising in a lot of women. And they, they a lot of people are pushing that women need mental health uh, issues. Like, we're supposed to take it seriously, right? And one in four women are taking mental health meds. That means two or three out of four are walking around undiagnosed. They believe, and I did a stream on this one, they believe that a lot of young women are walking around undiagnosed. And when I say they, I mean. So when I'm looking at this and I say, okay, one in four women take mental health meds. But out of these particular groups of women, these are the women that are supposed to be able to lead. And I'm like, they have trouble leading themselves. The same time you have 60 to I think what it was a 69% of the counselors in that area are female. I'm like, what are we doing? 
Like, what are we doing? Okay. Um, you have obesity rate going crazy. You have the depression going crazy. And a lot of these issues are affecting women. And I'm like, maybe they have too much on their plate. Maybe they have too much on their plate where they're trying to juggle this and push themselves through that. They're trying to be independent. They're trying to uh, be able to, you know, handle being a parent and having it all and having a, a husband. And a lot of them don't have husbands. I'm like, they have too much going on. Maybe they have way too much going on and we're expecting way too much because at the drop of a hat, they'll say they got depression. At the drop of a hat, they say they got stress. And I'm going, but what, what is it going to be? If you can handle your own, handle your own. But don't handle, try to handle your own and then fail and then say you're, say you're incapable of handling and you need all of these helps and we're supposed to drop everything, what we're doing and help you. At the same time, you're saying you can lead others? How? It's actually, it, it doesn't make sense. And I'm like, some, some, it's, so, it's okay, ladies. Sometimes you don't have to do all of these things. You don't have to be superwoman. Not everybody can be the man. Not everybody can be the man. But we're expected to do these things. And the point that I was making, there's a lot of misandry related to when men do things. Hindsight is 2020. So they come in and like, he can't do this and he shouldn't do that. Nobody holds them accountable. When a man comes in and holds people accountable, they don't want it. All right, no, nah, don't do it. Don't tell me what to do. Don't don't control me. Don't do it. But at the same time, the next week, they'll be like, I'm stressed. I can't handle it. Or right, you're like, what the hell? What is it going to be, ma'am? Can you handle it or not? Are you going to pass the buck? Are you going to basically tell men that, you know, um, don't be the authority over me and then want help? Damn, going to stress the next week. There's a funny video. Yeah, so yo, you ain't my daddy. Check this video out. And I had I tried to upload it, but for some reason it would not upload on my um I couldn't upload it on my Google Drive. But check this out. Let me see. I don't don't know what to do anymore. Like I literally am trying to fight so hard to just keep going, and I don't know why. I really don't know. I don't, okay? I don't know why. I'm back to living in my car. My trunk is full. I just need to get out of here. Like, I seriously need to get out of here. If anybody can help me get out of Ohio with, like, a job or something, like, please, I'm... <laughs> I'm literally such a hard worker, like, people are just so fucked up. I just seriously need somebody, like, anyone, if you have a job anywhere, and I can get there, I will come, I will literally come right now. Yeah, man, it, it's tough out here. It's tough. This is the real world right here. And I'm going, and she's, I'm so done. I, I, I just don't know. She don't have answers. Look, I'm pretty sure somebody told you it's going to be tough from here on out. And she's like, I want to get out of Ohio. Columbus, that is. All right. She's in Columbus, Ohio. We told you it was going to be tough out here. See, men go through every day and we're expected just to deal with how tough it is. But uh, we don't get a chance to go on TikTok and cry. I just don't know. I don't know what to do. Come on, man. This is nuts. 
And a lot of women are going into their early years, early or late teens, and then their 20s, and I can do it, and I got it. And then they're having a crash down. They're crashing. You're like, whoa. All right? Like, what happened to you? Like, she's just having a malfunction living in her car and whatnot. So anyway, anyway, let me do the cash apps, and then we'll get into the main event. Main event story, Sonya Curry and Dale Curry. Interesting. Interesting, but we're going to see how Jada Pinkett, perhaps Jada Pinkett, uh, got invo got involved in that one. Shout out to No Drift, the bodybuilder. He actually had a good, he has a good video, he says, for coffee. He has a good video that I saw about depression. And so I'm, this is a mental health, we, we're in a mental health crisis. crisis. I'm, I'm torn on the legitimacy of it and whatnot, because I think, I don't think people are looking at the cause and effect, all right? And also, um, you know, there are certain things that are happening that people are just trying to put that at the top. Oh, if I just solved this mental problem, no, there's more. And so my point is No Drift has a great video about why people are depressed. And he's talking about fitness level, fitness level. So at the same time, we have a mental health crisis. We also have massive amount of people who are overweight, eating like garbage. All right. The grocery store. I mean, do you see the grocery store crap that you fill up that you call food? All right. <laughs> you know, so you 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 don't eat well, you're overworked, you're eating Uber Eats, you're out of shape. Uh, and I think a lot of it stems from uh a lot of depression stems from that. Not as you know, economics is another thing, but a lot of it is people are not physically fit. They're not. And if you got uh, in some sort of shape, you would actually, you know, it would help. It's not gonna solve everything, but it would help. Shout out to Jay. He says, uh, rest in peace to T-Mon and the Crypto Boys. Uh-oh, what happened? <laughs> crypto, man. Hey, well, how's Crypto doing, everybody? Crypto's struggling right now. All right. Every time I get an update, something's down 15%. Like, damn, what happened? All right. Bryant, Bryant Thompson says, Sonya Curry says, I'm not happy. Oh, yes, she did. Just wait. <laughs> I got a video of her saying I'm not happy. Uh, who is this? Leo K? I believe it is. No. No, it's Sun Lee Rising. He says, Spotify executives write that contract. Give me that money. I got money. Send me that money. All right, shout out to, we're going to call him Gemini. He says, and I was like, Emilio is in the house. And that's you. I was like, Emilio. Thank you, man. XL Pro Services says, morning coach gang. We're going to call you Mr. EO. He says, the devil's advocate exposes women for bad behavior. Great movie, the devil's advocate. Um, I love that movie. V-Man says, he says, appreciate your work always. And he says, always. I believe he says something like the most high or something like that. But anyway, shout out to you. Go check out the movie, The Devil's Advocate. I like that movie. I like that movie. Anyway, um, great movie. Al Pacino does a great job in that. All right. Where are we at? Let's get this uh, page up right here. So did you guys see this right here? So this is Dale Curry. Uh, Dale Curry is the father of Steph Curry. And uh, Del Curry played in the National Basketball Association. He was one of the better-known three-point. He would play in the, the three-point contest at All-Star uh, break. And so this is Del Curry. Everybody knows that Del Curry uh, was married to Sonia Curry, and they produced the Curry Boys, all right? And they have some Curry girls, I believe, too. And so this is Del Curry. What's going on with this thing? Uh, this is Del Curry, and this is Sonia Curry right here. Uh, nice little light-skinned green eye. A girl they met in college. They got married when he was an NBA player. All right. And uh, they produced the, the Curry boys, uh, you know, Steph Curry.
And so they were married for a long time. Well, anyway, during the basketball game this Friday, Del Curry, <laughs> Del Curry got caught up with this chicken cutlet right here. All right. And so uh, they had a little, uh, they had a little, I guess, uh, Steph hit a three and they panned to the crowd and he's with this girl right here. All right. And so everybody went nuts about Dale with this white woman, which blows my mind. It wasn't the fact that it was a white woman. Um, it was a, I, I guess to me, it wasn't a shock about the white woman thing, but I jumped on Twitter right away. <laughs> I was like, Twitter probably going nuts. And so Dale Curry's seen right here and they pan and there's this white woman here. So Twitter goes nuts about him being with a white woman, right? Well, then everybody starts going, I can't believe he downgraded like Sonia Curry. This is Sonia Curry right here. Uh, and she's in her fifties, probably her, she's probably close to early sixties. And they're looking at this girl, this white girl right here. And they were like, Dale Curry downgraded by getting with her. Now she's not young. And she looks kind of, you know, she, yeah, you know, but I call it a downgrade, not necessarily. I mean, she ain't all of that, but it is what it is. All right. I don't know. She got her die job going on and everybody's trying to figure out why he would do this. Why would he have this woman um, right there front row or right there early in the game? And then he knows it's going to cause a stir. Well, then it came out. Then it came out that perhaps this woman is married to this guy right here. But who is this guy? See, this is her. I don't know if this is Photoshop, but this is her. That was her at the game. Well, she's married to this guy. Well, who is this guy? This guy was the man that Sonia Curry had an affair on Dale Curry with. And we'll clean it up because everybody's like, well, Dale cheated too. All right. Well, Dale, uh, Sonia Curry actually had an affair with this man. His name is Steven or Steve Johnson. Well, this is the woman that Dale Curry was seen with at the game, okay? And they were married, so let's go back, <laughs> all right? This is all alleged, by the way. This is her right here with Dale Curry. Sonia Curry, Sonia Curry has an affair with this guy, but this is the woman that Dale Curry's with at the basketball game, all right? <laughs> wow. So this is some sort of wife swap. It seems like it's a sort of wife swap or Dale was using, uh, they both got together and said, you know what we could do? I don't know if they're together. She seems like she's cozying up next to him. Maybe he is hitting it. I have no idea. But they might be trolling and say, hey, look, what better way to get some attention on these two people's affair than us to go together, right? Who knows? I, I don't know if they're together or they were trolling. She seems a little frigid and lacking a personality. I guess if she can put 10 toes up, she'd be all right. Uh, but um, but but this is the whole thing. So let's go ahead and review what's going on here. We're getting all up in their business. So Steven Johnson, uh, it says here, meet an ex-NFL player who slept with the strange wife, Steph Curry's dad. What? <laughs> strange wife of Steph Curry's dad. So there she is right there. This is the guy. I don't know about this picture. It looks kind of creepy. <laughs> And so Sonia, because they were coming at Dale like, I can't believe you were with that woman. But this is the man Sonia was with. He she allegedly moved in with this man. All right. So. And oddly enough, I don't know if you guys know, Dale Curry and Steve Johnson were buddies in college. They were buddies in college. This is right here. Dale Curry was college friends with Steven Johnson, the man who would eventually steal his wife Sonia from him. 
man, boy, these affairs, man, these, these eyes wide shut, eyes wide shut. So they were buddies. He played football, Steve Johnson, and Dale Curry played basketball. But when they were at Virginia Tech as student athletes, they were buddies. Okay, they were buddies. And so sometimes it's so close to home, man. So close to home. So Sonia was getting dug out by Steve and living with Steve at one particular point, so much so that during the divorce proceedings, Dale Curry said, well, um, I'm not giving her any money because she's living with this guy all right here. I got money. Eyes wide shut. That's what I meant. So let's see if we can do this right here. Let's see. All right, right here. So it is alleged that Dale Curry had cheated on Sonia Curry quite a bit. And this is what Sonia says after she got caught cheating. So after she got caught cheating, then she said, well, Dale was cheating the entire relationship, which I can never neither confirm or deny. But that's what I'm just going to assume. Now, there are some funny clips of Sonia getting a little frisky with individuals. And I have to turn the volume down on this one. But let's see a couple of clips of Sonia getting frisky and putting her hands all up on somebody's hips when they dip, you dip, we dip. All right. So here it is right here. That's Steph Curry, great player, by the way. And uh, there's Sonya right there. What is, uh, What you, ooh, ooh, uh-oh. Did y'all see that? So uh, Steph's hitting it right there, and, and Sonya's hitting whoever's leg is at. Oh, look at her. Oh, and so if anybody wants to know, I mean, Sonya actually has something for white men, I mean, apparently. So I don't know why they're getting on Dell, <laughs> all right? I don't know why they get no Dale. Sonya love her some white men. Look at her. Uh-huh. Well, she almost white to begin with. I mean, come on. Uh-oh. She, oh, my Lord. Did you see that? <laughs> Hold on for a second. Oh, look at, oh, my. Dale Curry got to be up there like, yo. What's she doing, man? What's she doing? All up on somebody's leg, all up, looking all in the hotel. I mean, the hotel suite, the basketball suite. Where's Dale at? Dale's up here, I think. Dale's up here. And she rubbing on his leg, bro. What's she rubbing her stank all on my leg? Look at him. He trying to hide. <laughs> oh, he tried to hide. He was like, uh-uh. He was like, uh-uh. Hey, hey. He was like, keep that shit on the low, man. Keep it on the low. Look at her. Look, he tried to hide. <laughs> he tried to hide. He was like, damn, man. She was like, ooh. Look, he tried to hide. <laughs> he tried to Yo, now this one is funny though. Look at this one right here. All right, so here goes Steph. Check this out right here. Watch Sonya Curry. Oh, she put her hand all up on that white man leg. Look. Look, look how she slid it. All casual. Oh, look at oh, look at her face. Look at her face. She's trying to act like, uh-huh. She was like, give me that leg. Uh-oh, and this white woman seeing it. Look, she was like, ting. She was like, eh. her girl, his girlfriend was like, Ting. look at, watch her. Why are you rubbing on all this leg like that? Look at the white woman smiling. You know, she got the white woman smile going. Hey, uh, if you ever have a white woman smiling like this, you're done. <laughs> all right. She's smiling. She, she living a whole uh, damn episode of uh, Sex in the City in her head. So wait a minute. Where is it at? Where is it at? Oh. She snuck that hand in there. Let me see. Now, she knows she's wrong for this. Look at her face. She knows she's wrong for this. Hey, she just feeling herself, man. She feeling herself. He, she feeling him. Look at that. Oh, she leaned into it. 
why you got her your hands all on his knee? Yo, man, you all out in public, man. You all. <laughs> this woman right here, she said, yo, are you joking? She was like, uh-uh, he dead when he get home. Yo, that's crazy, man, huh? So with all that being said, Sonya Curry's playing a little bit of victim. She's like, um, she's like, well, he cheated the whole time, but it seems like she's been in these streets. In these streets. She actually looked like this woman right here, the in the streets lady. All right, she looked like the in these streets lady. Where's she at? Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You'll be in these what? <laughs> I believe it too. She'd be tied up in the streets. <laughs> She'd be tied up in these streets. All right, so that's where we ended off there. Now let's get to this part right here. Let's see. Uh, I guess this is the yeah, that's the clip of uh, Dale with the, at the game with this woman right here. She's definitely in her forties, mid forties, and I don't know if they're together. I don't know. His arm seems to be wrapped around her or something like that. Uh, but let's see right here. Perhaps, perhaps. I don't know if you remember this particular um, Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett Smith. This is the one where Aisha Curry famously said she wants some attention. She hates it that Steph gets all the attention. Well, during that episode, the Curry mom was on the episode too, or it might have been a different episode. So she then laid out how her she struggled through her marriage. So we're going to play the Aisha Curry clip just to remind you of where the clip came from. And then we're going to play the Sonya Curry clip where she airs out to Jada Pinkett, who basically is the one who's basically trying to, uh, I think she created this problem, although they had a messed up situation. I think when these women get together uh, on these talk shows and they talk and they go behind the scene, this person right here, she's so miserable as a person. She doesn't know anything but to wreck, but to wreck uh, people's good relationships. Let's go ahead and play the clip. To have more compassion and um, more understanding. Something that really bothers me and like honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that, yeah, like there are all these women like throwing themselves, but me, like the past 10 years, like I don't have any of that. Like I have zero, this sounds weird, but like male attention. And so then, you like, I begin to internalize it. it. And I'm like, is something wrong with you're me? Not, like, you're not looking. What? You're not like, looking. You're not even, but I'm going to tell you something now. She is looking on Instagram. She does want some of these personal trainers to blow backs out. By the way, did you hear about Kevin Gates? Is the rapper Kevin Gates' wife getting her back blown out by a 50-something-year-old personal trainer? All right. Another crazy story. Too. When your radar's turned off. Because I dealt with that for years, too. Like, and I was young. Like you. Yeah, I'm like, like oh, my God. Fair. I mean. Because I don't but, want it. But yeah. it would be nice to know that, like, someone's looking. But that I don't I don't want it. But it's be. <laughs> sometimes you try to uh, rationalize it. It was a female personal trainer. Uh, sometimes you try to rationalize it. I don't want it. But it's nice to have it. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh anyway. I'll tell you who knows that more than anybody. Oh my gosh. I got money. <laughs> Look at this. 
I can't still, man. I, yeah, yeah. This person right here, she bugs me, man. She but your husband. What is that? What is that? Oh my God. Jesus. That is unbelievable. And on <laughs> Honestly. And I'm gonna tell you who knows that more than anybody. These people are crazy to me, man. These people are crazy. <laughs> I want to ask a question now. All of you made the decision not. Now, what are you talking about? Like, who were you beforehand? Anyway, let's get to uh, this part of the conversation. So now we saw that your husband. <laughs> All right, uh, people want other people miserable. Uh, misery loves company, as I say. So here's Sonia Curry explaining how her marriage with Dale, she's going to talk about the years when they got together, uh, how old they were, and how the relationship transitioned from there on out. Let's go ahead and play that. Third part is, whoa, nobody's here. <laughs> it's us, and who are you? And, yeah. you know, he looks at me and goes, you're not that 18-year-old that was gaga on yeah, me. Yes. And I'm looking at him going, okay. You don't quite look the same as you did. <laughs> I got oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, Dale Curry's like, hey, you're not the 18-year-old that I like. By the way, Dale be up in these streets, too. In these streets? You see, Dale? Look at that. Dale is in here. He was about to risk it all for these little Latina chicks over here. I think these girls are on Instagram or OnlyFans. I can't remember which one they were. But Dale was about to have these girls right here. In these streets. All right. This one right here. Hello. Hello. All right. Let's hear what she got to say. Oh, I got a little bit of that in me, too. Right. <laughs> uh, things change. You start going. Uh. All right. Let's go ahead and scroll here throughout this part of the. Hey. It's possible. Yeah. You know, I mean, our partnership, we don't even really call it a marriage anymore. We call it a, a partnership. We're life. All right. That was when she, that was the first time she said Will and them aren't really married. It's just a partnership. This is all progressive uh, mumble jumbo BS. Partners. We're in a different stage of our union. I know that unions go through many stages. Yes. I met him at 18. Yeah. I've been with him since then. So to go from 18 to now being 53, you're like, who is this person from 18 to 53? Yeah. I was right there for one second. All right. So what's happening is she's telling you that she's changed. I always tell you guys, when you marry your girl and you marry her, she's 24, you don't think she's going to change. But what's going to happen is over time, She's going to become a different woman. By the time she's 35, she's not the 24-year-old person anymore. Then she's not the 30, uh, when she's 45, she's not the 35-year-old anymore. And you're stuck with her in your marital agreement the entire time. And then she goes through these evolutions and changes, and then it puts strain on your marriage. It puts strain on your marriage. And then you're like, what's going on? Well, she's changed. And then she's going to bait and switch you. This woman says she's 53. <laughs> Right. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you know Jada is quite <laughs> annoying to me. No? Now being 53. She's quite annoying. Like, who is this person from 18 to 53? Yeah. Pause right there for one second. This woman says she's 53. <laughs> right. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you know Oh, jeez.
That's right. Every year, no, it's better going. and better and better and better. Yes. Okay, go ahead. So one thing you guys got to know about uh, women is that they're very insecure. They're very insecure. As a matter of fact, um, it's one of the things that they'll project on the you. So when you're doing something, they're going to call you insecure because they deal with a lot of insecurity. Even a woman that you believe is not in, uh, has no reason to be insecure. They're going to be extremely insecure and they want people to tell them that they're beautiful. They want people to tell you, 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 you got to tell them that you love them. You got to always be assuring them along the way, which is, you know, it's not a good sign of, of having to do this because we're pretty busy as a, as a, as a group of people we we don't have time to make you feel good all the time. And, uh, over time, even if she is attractive, she's going to go through these periods where she's insecure or she's not sure of herself. So she's going to need other people to feel that way. Also, if she's in a marriage, if she's been in a long-term marriage, the husband is not going to be able to do that anymore. It's going to fall on deaf ears. So she's going to seek out other people to get that from. She's going to go to her friends, her male friends. And then just like uh, Steven Johnson, she went to go confide um, or yeah, she went to go use Steve to confide in. And then it ended up, she was in the, in, in the sheets or in the streets. So this is one of the, I think it's a negative when it comes to dealing with women, that insecurity that you're always going to have to be putting up with uh, her not feeling up to herself. And you're always going to have to, oh, it's okay. Oh, you're, you're, you're beautiful. You look beautiful for your age. And it's quite exhausting for someone who says that they're an adult. It's quite exhausting. I know, Mustafa, go ahead. <laughs> you know, in the, each stage, different things fuel the marriage. Right. And there's different types of commitments at different levels. So, Oh, so right there, she said right there. She says each stage of marriage is different. And there's a different level of commitment. Most men don't know this. Go ahead. You know, in the, each stage, different things fuel the marriage. Mm -hmm. And there's different types of commitments at different levels. So my go. first commitment was more you committed to the person because you're in love. Yes. Here it goes. She's going to reveal it. This is the stuff that I teach you. So she was in love with you. And then eventually she's going to do what? There's going to be a next stage. And I call this the stage of unconditional love in which she starts having children. And then the love she thought was love cannot be rivaled with the new love of having a child. So now you're going to be pushed out. You're going to be pushed out to the side. Second one, you're committed to the family. Because yeah. <laughs> you got to build this. And, and to some degree, you're committed to kids. Yes. You know, when you're going through bumpy times, it's we got to think about our kids. And then the third part is, whoa, nobody's here. <laughs> it's us. And who are you? And See, now that's the third part. Once the kids get older, now you're stuck together. And you went through 18, 20, 25 years of raising kids. And once the kids get pushed out, then it's just you, right? And that's you. How are you going to, how are you going to push through that marriage? Sometimes it ends in divorce. Sometimes it ends in affairs. Sometimes it just, people just ready to die. And these are the stages of now this woman's 53 she looks pretty decent for her age. However, she's not the 18-year-old, the 25-year-old he married. And now he's stuck with her dealing with these transitions. And now they're looking around, bored to death. They don't have anything to do. And now they've been through uh, several stages of affairs. This was when she was on there dancing on somebody's leg. She's trying to find herself and find her sexuality. And she's doing it with younger men and white dudes and whoever she's doing it with. You know, he looks at me and goes, you're not that 18-year-old that was gaga on yes. me. And I'm looking at him going, 
okay, you don't quite look the same as you do. <laughs> the thing about uh, women that you guys got to know, man, is that they deal with a lot of pain and trauma and they internalize it. And the way they, the way they get it out is they talk. All right. So these red table talks are the way they get these things out. However, they're hurting on the inside. And so right now you see them laughing, but all of them are hurting. You know what I mean? There's, there's three or four ladies on here that are hurting. Uh, look at, look at, look at this one right here. Who is it? What's the girl's name? Willow. She's like, get me out of here, bro. She's like, would you get me out of here? <laughs> all right. I don't even want to be here. Why am I here? And uh, these people are hurting. This is when Aisha Curry was in pain. Uh, this is when she was in pain. So she revealed it. And uh, this is this is like therapy. And so Jada Pinkett is playing the therapist, but she ain't got no answers. All right. Your husband. I mean, she don't really have answers, but this is why people like uh, therapy situations, because you can just basically get it off your chest. You can get it off your chest. But does it solve any problems? Who knows? It might create more problems. And Jada Pinkett seems to be creating more problems by airing this out into public. And then eventually what started happening is we start seeing evidence of her pain, Sonya Curry's pain. I got, I got a little bit of that in me too. Right? <laughs> hey, Paul. Yeah, man. Um, let me see here. That was somebody doing some commentary. But um, this is, this is uh, unfortunately the state of uh, women, I would say today, but it's always been the state of them. It's hard to deal with them because they're always trying to internalize things they want you to communicate, but they have some sort of pain somewhere. And the pain is never, it's never them saying, okay, I did something, so I should change something. It's them being reassured that it's not their problem or not their fault. It's not their fault. It's not my fault. Hit the like button for me. Oh my God. Look at my likes, man. Look at my likes. Give me up to a thousand likes so we can get some more people in here. It's never their fault. They're going to find a way for one of these people to say it's somebody else's fault. Your husband. All right. Or whatever it is. And what do I now want to do with me in the time that I have? And it's challenging. There can be some real rough times in that. Would you say that you rebelled against being? I did. Yeah. You I mean, there was a point life. where it's like, I don't want to be Sonya Curry. Like, yeah. I have a thing where I made my goals and it was like, be financially independent, da 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 da. And ironically, I was never financially independent and always was Del Curry's wife. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I don't know if you guys know. Let me go full screen on this one. I don't know if you got, let me go full screen. So, this is the individual. Sonya Curry's complaining. That she's been Dale Curry's wife the entire time. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Maury, a table full of biracial females. So one thing that you'll understand, all right, which will happen to you as a, a guy who wants to get married or in a relationship, or if you have kids with a woman, eventually, or if you have a daughter, eventually they're gonna blame you for putting them in a position that you that, that they participated in, in getting in. So say, for instance, they wanted to be married. They were the ones discussing marriage. They were the ones pushing you to ma marry. All right. They were the ones wanting the commitment. Very rarely does a man say, I'm going to marry you and then force you to marry him. Or same thing about having babies. She gets pregnant and she has the kids. She's like, this is the best part of my, my life. Uh, I, I have unconditional love and all of these things. And then guess what? Later on, they're going to blame you for marrying them. 
They're going to blame you for supporting them. They're going to blame you for impregnating them. They're going to blame you for pretty much not allowing her to be independent. <laughs> Let me do it again. I'm not happy. Let me show you this. <laughs> she was like, well, I wanted my own financial independence. I believe she actually uh, started a school, a Montessori. So she wanted her own money. And she kind of creating a situation here where she's saying, well, uh, he was uh, financially abusive. Let's, let's play that clip again. Listen to what she's saying. Anya Curry. Like, yeah. I see some real rough times in that. Would you say that you rebelled against being... I did. Yeah, you rebelled against I mean, there was a point life. where it's like, I don't want to be Sonya Curry. Yeah. Like, I have a thing. You literally got the best job. One of the best, easiest jobs. It's a layup. You're an NBA basketball wife. And then you can do whatever you want. I think she opened up a school. You can open up a school with Dale Curry's money, and then that puts you in a situation to be at whatever you want. They still complaining. They're always complaining, bro. <laughs> They're always complaining. Oh, I didn't want to be Sonya Curry. Bruh, relax. You hit the lottery. In, in any Western civilization, first world civilization, you hit the lottery. Thing where I made my goals and it was like, be financially independent, da 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 da, da. And ironically, I was never financially independent and always was Del Curry's wife. <laughs> there, there it goes. Yeah, shout out to whoever's uh, video I'm using right here. I was all there. I was Dale Curry's wife. That's all. Uh, with it, but I think I've been that throughout my whole marriage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you have. have to down your kids. <laughs> you can say it like that. And, and, and. Oh man, sorry for. Uh, let me see here. That might be your situation, Jada. Just pure rebellion. <laughs> Aisha, what would you say is some of the best advice you've received? in regards to managing what comes with being a partner to, I call a spotlight athlete. Well, first of all, I think we've... Yeah, so uh, this this particular episode is when uh, you saw a couple of cracks in the Curry marriage and the Aisha Curry marriage with her wanting attention. Eventually, she lost a little bit of that baby weight and then she started doing thirst trap fit pictures on Instagram. So you saw the cracks there. You saw the cracks in the Steph, uh, the Dale Curry marriage with Sonia, with her airing out their uh, problems to everyone. One of the things that you'll deal with when you're dealing with women is they'll air out all of your problems and dirty draws all out there for the public. And it's basically a sign of misandry because you did all that you could to give them a decent situation. And then they come and rain on your parade, right? They come rain on your parade saying, I'm not happy. Absolutely. Ab absolutely <laughs> sad. Like, what do you do with this information? And why are you having to do this? If you want to go to therapy and use it and, and be private about it, go ahead and be private about it. But the guy's out here trying and she's still complaining. Oh, this is just too tough for me. And I wanted my own money. Okay, well, go make your own money, but then it's it's going to be his fault in the end. Let me do some cash apps and PayPal's. Let me do some PayPal's on this one. So be careful with these marriages, man. I mean, the modern the modern woman, what they do is they basically find a way to blame you for putting them in a situation where they volunteered and they probably pushed you into it. And then they'll complain about it years later. They'll complain about it. Why? And uh, are they complaining to fix it? No, they're complaining because that's what they do. They think somehow that's therapy. They're social creatures. If we talk about it, it's not complaining. It's not throwing you under the bus. We're just talking about it. Okay, let me see here. We got uh, PayPal's over here. And if you want to let your voice be heard, 
Hit up the PayPal. PayPal. What the heck? Make sure I don't say government names here. Shout out to, uh, we're going to call you Marquise. Dell should have went to the junior college. Coach, give him the buzzer. Well, Dell did go to the junior college, but maybe these girls were too young. Uh, there's some men right here that think, you know, they're quite uncomfortable with girls this young, right? There's some guys because they'll be like, wow, no, this is way too young. And so he went with 40 because Dell's in his 50s, right? And so for a man in his 50s, maybe 40 was good enough. I mean, I don't know why you would do that. But a man in his 50s with the girl this age right here, he probably can't, he probably can't stomach it as far as I know. I don't know, Dale. All right. I don't mind myself. <laughs> hey, I'll be at the junior college. I don't care what y'all got to say. I cares less. But yeah, Marquis said maybe he should have went to the junior college. Hey, Dale over there, man. I think he was trolling. In my opinion, I think he trolled. Um, I think he, they were trying to troll the husband or Sonya Curry. He says, you can exclude my name. Um, so we're going to call you Kevin. He says, purchase 20 pounds of Jasmine rice at Walmart this weekend. Good luck with the move. He says, I hope you don't use pods. No. He says, hit me with the peace leave denying wife. I say that her name. Uh, you, oh, you say we name her Heather. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Does she look like a Heather? Are you serious? I, I I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing? No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. Are you pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? Jesus Christ. Those are normie relationships. I, I actually, you know, I'm on the dark side, as we say over here, L literally. When I see normie relationships, I'll be looking at them like, damn. <laughs> you ever do that? Like you see normies and they start arguing about normie stuff. You know what I mean? And they start saying, uh, like the woman will say, you know, I hold out on my husband. He just has to wait. <laughs> or. Uh, when her husband gets caught uh, looking at prawn and she's like, I can't believe you're cheating on me. Pornography is like cheating. When she don't want to give no peace leave, she like, oh, I ain't ready for to give you none. <laughs> All right, go play the ring game. And then you go beat off into the, you go in the bathroom and go get your phone. You'd be like this. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. You get your lotion. Skeet, <laughs> Right. You'd be like. Normies will be like, that's like cheating. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't look at normie couples. I'm like, damn, y'all still stuck there. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Like, you never really got past normie. <laughs> you still on normie. <laughs> oh man. But look, there's a lot of people stuck stuck in the matrix. You know what I mean? They they can't leave it. I listen to the radio and I hear people call in and they're so NPC. I'm like, oh my gosh. 
you know, they just happy to be here, just ready to die, <laughs> doing nothing, going, never going the extra mile. Noel Baines, right? He said, instead of buying Jordan and chasing peace leave, I got my paperwork back and I'm officially uh, have a LLC holding company with a tax ID. Congratulations, man. Everything finally finalized on my late dad's birthday. Congratulations. I know he's looking down and proud. Thank you again, coach and coach gang money mindset stream is a game changer. All right. Appreciate that. We will have a money mindset. I was traveling last night. We will have a money mindset this week, but um, if you want to get into the money mindset group, go on a Patreon level, $50 level. And then we have, you, you can go back to get all the 30 uh, plus live streams that are specifically for that group on Patreon, $50 level. Appreciate that. Where are we at here? These government names. I don't want to say government names. Coach Apple is going to release a new update where you can edit and unsend text messages. Google it. He says, what will those men do after consent? Now, if a woman can change a past text message to anything or delete the proof. I actually, um, and th this was from, we're going to call you Anderson. I actually saw that last week. And um, now you can modify or edit text messages now this is going to require a whole new strategy of consent because this is going to cause problems anytime you have these technologies uh people think oh that's great i've always wanted to edit or unsend a text message however it's going to mess you up because you better screenshot all your communications because as soon as you get your consent or whatever it is and you go to sleep she can come in and edit all of that so you got to get your screenshots of all your conversations and men typically don't screenshot conversations, but women do. So this is going to be a little bit sketchy. I wonder how far back. I wonder how far back can you edit text messages? That's my question. So if they come up with it, can you go back to a year from a year ago and edit those? Oh, it's only 15 minutes. It's only 15 minutes. Hmm. Somebody said edit. Why? Um, you got to screenshot it so you can go back 15 minutes. That's that's it. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to have to look that up because that's going to cause a lot of problems in terms of consent. And one of the things we do is tell you guys, uh, once you send them home, you got to get you got to get all your proof. You got to get her to say, hey, I had a good time. I'll see you next time. I, I want to see you again uh, and all that stuff. And then she can do that. That could cause problems. Billy the Kid. Says, Coach, this trade just as bad as the Ben Simmons-James Harden trade. David Stern needs to veto this. All right. Uh, yeah, they need to, he needs to veto this one. Like I said, I think they're trolling. But he might be hitting them skins, though. I think Del Curry definitely hit skins. No government name, please. Says, after five years, he says, about five years ago, it was common to see Sonya Curry and the girlfriends out at the bar and day parties in Charlotte. As if she was single. She was in better shape than a lot of 20s and 30-year-old women out there. And just to give, be fair about Sonya Curry, uh, she's a looker, all right? Even at her age now. I'm trying to see if I can find, yeah. You know, she's a looker. She's she's in good shape. She has a good body type, uh, good skin. I think, you know, she's been definitely on the Botox or whatever. Uh, you know, she's a good she's a good looking woman at, at an advanced age. I, I would like to see her a little bit younger, like a younger picture of her. Let me see if I can find it real quick. So you say in Charlotte, she was in these streets. In these streets? <laughs> Let me see here. Let me see here if I can find a younger photo of her. Because all of her photos seem to be of when she was old or like a, um, or a mom. 
I want to see, like, she played volleyball at Virginia Tech. I believe that's how he met. Um, I believe that's how they met. She was a volleyball player, freshman. And he came in and cleaned up. So, but all the photos that I, oh, here, um, here she is here. This is going to be a younger photo here. Yeah, I don't like that picture. <laughs> I don't like that picture. I mean, I just, you know, it just looks too old. Yeah, she came on the campus. I think he was like a sophomore or a junior and he was the star player. And she came on the campus. He was like, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take that one right there. And that's you. But that's Sonia Curry right there, younger. Uh, and she ain't bad looking. She's a good looking girl. You know, she that's definitely from the 80s or whatnot. Most of the pictures that we see are she's older. We never see that many young pictures of her, young photos. Yeah, see, these see, these are all her. And like I said, she's not a she's not a bad looking woman. She looks, she's cute. She's she's a good looking woman. She's not ugly. Uh yeah, see, all of her pictures are always just the old. She's just old. That's Sandy Newton. That's not no damn. Oh, this is her right here. Uh yeah, this is her volleyball picture right here. So she looks like a tomboy. Somebody said she looked like Cheryl Miller. Oh, my God. So this is her. Okay, this is her here. This would be this would be mid-20s or something like that, late 30s. This would be her college picture right here, college volleyball picture. Yeah, she probably was 18, 19 right there. She does look like some Cheryl Miller right there. Ah, yeah, anyway. I would like to see her. I'd like to see her back in the day. Prime or decline? Yeah, I think she definitely, I'm taking her in. Or, I don't know. That's interesting. He says, yo, coach, Lord Roku, or yeah, Rocco, Roku, Rocco. He says, from Birmingham, England, Jada and women like her are a cancer to our society. I learned from you. I'm going Rocco way, free agent lifestyle. He says, uh, I went and got my money that I need. My time allocated to women is booked for the next four weeks. The budget for them is inconsequential to me and uh, humongous to them. It is. He says, fellas, do yourself a favor. Get the bag. Let's get the bag real quick. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> and let these three or fours or three or fours chase you. Lord Rocco out. Appreciate you in Birmingham, England. Um, a lot of times they don't appreciate the time or, or energy that, uh, you know, you spend on them. Eventually, we got to get to the point where we understand that, uh, like, we're disposable to them. We're supposed to do all these things, and they're supposed to just be like, yeah, we, I don't care. All right. Uh, Rockaway Rob in New York City had this beautiful woman came over this weekend. She came all right. Everything going good until she started talking. Equality. Equity was a freaking turnoff. Man, oh, my goodness. He says, couldn't explain what equality for women even means. Some women are delusional. Ended the night 20 minutes later. Wow. Mm. Hey, ladies, if you're watching me, why do you feel the need to even talk about anything political? I don't know why. Women are like, oh, I'm going to talk about my politics. Nobody cares. People barely care when I talk about the politics. I definitely don't want to hear any from you because it's pretty much going to be standard issue. Well, we make 83 cents to the dollar. No, nope. No, you don't. And men make more money and equal and all of these things is crazy. They want equality of outcome. They don't want equality in the process of getting there. And that's the sad part about it, but you can't explain it to them. You can't explain it to them.
it's always going to be a situation where they're the ones getting the short end of the stick. And I'm like, okay, what did you do to get here? Oh, that's consequential. We should be able to just give me whatever here. No government name says, LOL, the junior college is literally the best case scenario of dating. He says they haven't been in the streets and are literally fresh out of the grease. LOL. He says, uh, less likely to have STDs. It's a win. Somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah, I like to I like to test drive a new car. <laughs> I like to test drive something new. But yeah, a lot of times, man, I, I just can't deal with older women seriously like that. Chairman Mo here. I just jumped into the video at 12 a.m. Here in China, seeing Sonia Curry complain is really pathetic. Given how messed up the Martin Luther King community is, President Let's Go Brandon, monthly inf inflation at 8.9%, and everyone struggling to make it through these hard times, and these women come off as clueless and selfish ingrates, Will and Steph need to just pay off Jada and Aisha and run to the junior college. Yes. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm looking at this and I'm going, you guys, you ladies, like, oh, I'm looking at celebrity men and I feel bad for celebrity men. You look at what's happening with, um, you know, you look at what's happening with Dale Curry. You look at what's happening, Kevin Gates uh, recently. Look at what's happening with Will Smith. What happened to Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan was another guy, uh, apparently, which I don't believe the story. Apparently, he was trying to lock down Lori Harvey, and she was like, nope. In these streets. And he, she was like, no, nah, I want to be in these streets. I don't want to be held down. I don't want to be locked down. And so now you're going, celebrity men are struggling with the modern dating landscape and dealing with modern women. And the reason why, and we're going to get to the cash apps, the reason why is that Unfortunately, it's a it's a landscape economically where even if you have a decent amount of money, it's tough. It's a struggle. So if you're a regular nine to fiver, yeah, Kanye West, Kanye West had this, Will Smith. So even if you're doing decent, it's a struggle economically. And unfortunately, women can see the next best available man. And for some reason, she can get attention from that guy. And eventually she's gonna say, Hey, I have a chance to upgrade. What was that song called? Upgrade you. And then uh, to the left, to the left. So they listen to this music. I don't never listen to this music, uh, but they listen to this all the time. And they think that well within their reach, monkey branching is a better option. They think there's a better option for them always. And they're always ready to monkey branch and swing to the next available branch. Now, many times it doesn't work out. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Especially in that industry where women tend to go from one guy to the next. And they kind of just do a revolving circuit. And then when they hit 35, they're kind of on the outs. Or they get married to one and they'll be divorced basketball wives. But they believe that there's a better option. And so if they just hold out and get into the better position to get the better option, they'll be good. And that is what we deal with. That's what we deal with. So these celebrity guys deal with it as well. So if you're a, like I say, a Dale Curry and you're washed up and you're older, more or less, Sonya Curry goes, let me get a better deal. <laughs> Sonya Curry says, I can do better. And I'm like, you actually did pretty decent with Dale. Although Dale has been said to have been cheating on, um, Sonia, who knows? Maybe they're all swingers at the end of the day. 
But Michael B. Jordan tries to lock down Lori Harvey, which I don't know why you would do that. And then allegedly, she's like, nah, I'm going to be out here. I'm going to go get a better deal. Like, you're nice and all, but I can go out here and get a better deal. Or I can have fun at least. I've had my fun. Now I'm ready to settle down. And so you're doing these things too for, with women. And you're trying to, I don't know, try to figure out how to lock them down and keep them from monkey branching. And then some guys will say, what, what would the, I think Fresh and Fit got caught saying, the women that they date don't shouldn't have Instagram, right? I think they had a big blow up with that with them Australian podcasters, right? And so it's like, no, if you have Instagram, that's going to allow her to monkey branch to someone else, which she will. Or she's going to be able to just at least look at this lifestyle. Guys, it's a struggle out here for everybody. And I know we can see these celebrities and all of these people with cars and they paint a story about how successful they are. Many people might see my social media and say, oh, you're somewhat successful. Okay. And I wake up, it's a struggle. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, it's a struggle every day just to keep one foot in front of the next. It's not like it's all happy and there's no problems. More money, more problems for the most part. So I just feel sorry for women, unfortunately. They believe they have a better chance or better options if they keep their social media and people keep talking to them. And eventually what's going to happen is a lot of them are going to end up being by themselves. As Kevin said, what did we say? Uh, die alone. Now, ladies, I know you're going to go. I know you're going to go. I can do bad all by myself. Man. Ladies, the first 40 years of your life is your Super Bowl. The, the last 40 is an absolute disaster. Now, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, <laughs> you're going to say, not me. I know a woman that's 55 and she's doing pretty well. You're not, listen, nature has not given you anything to, to be able to get the best available option by 53. Sonya Curry landed with Steven Johnson. Pause. <laughs> so you better in your first 40 years, that is where you supposed to lock it down. But if you don't want to do that and you're like, I'll oh, just wait out, it's going to be an absolute mess. Now you on the other side, your best years are going to be 35 to 70 for men. 35 for 70 is going to be your best years for most men, for 90% of men. Maybe we'll talk about game too in a bit after I do these cash apps. But uh, people don't see it. And then what you'll find is that women will say, you know, they'll have this delusional idea. Now, we can have good times, too, in our 40s and 50s. And then I'm like, okay, you can, but you probably won't. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you can, but you probably won't. Where are we at here? Hey, he says, uh, Gemini says, Gemini says, coach, send me this Kaylee cash app and IG handle. Which one? I know it's already messed up. We already behind. I'm trying to figure out what Kaylee. Oh, uh, is it the one that, that I played the video? <laughs> the meth Kaylee? We're going to call her meth out Kaylee. Juan Pomeris, Draymond Straggle mom. Public shamed him. Uh, it got cut off. The message got cut off. Draymond Green? Draymond Green's mom. Or is it his baby mom? 
Draymond reacts to his mom's tweet about his performance. Interesting. And it went viral. Oh, boy. Please, people, stop asking me what's wrong with Dre. I don't know. Maybe this is a clone. <laughs> wow. Where's the Draymond that helped get us here? Hmm, I've never seen that either. Okay, so Draymond Green's mama is throwing him under the bus. Yikes. Yikes. Men. Oh, my goodness. It's so hard being men. You know, these celebrity men, this is why celebrities get taken advantage of because they have to play the agenda. They can't really use their voice and speak. So Draymond Green is out here getting shamed and dragged by his mama. And as we know, in the black community, mama is everything. And so mama can do no wrong. Mama can say whatever she wants to say. Mama can have a voice. Mama's the real MVP. Okay, she's the real MVP. And she out here tweeting on her son's basketball game performance. And she ain't out there. She wasn't in the gym. Chick, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym? Wow. That's that's crazy, man. That's absolutely crazy. Thank you for that one, Juan. The dictator says, will you be live Sunday, Sunday, Sunday? Uh, shout out to uh, you, says free CGA. Will I be live on Sunday? I might. <laughs> All right, we'll see. Mr. Johnson says, C. Johnson says, looks like some swingers lines were crossed. Yes, indeed. Swingers lines were definitely crossed. So maybe perhaps, like you're saying, uh, they were already doing some swinging. And uh, since, you know, Swingers have rules. Open relationships have rules. Everybody thinks open relationships and swinging doesn't have rules. They actually have rules. And so what happens is sometimes people will cross the rules. And Steven Johnson was probably smashing I, um, uh, Sonya Curry. And they probably were doing some swinging. And then Sonya Curry fell in love. I don't know. And now they're heard about it. You know, these celebrities, I don't know if you guys know. And I'll tell you as a celebrity myself. It's hard out here to have normie sex. You know what I mean? Normie, normie stuff does not work for me no more. Deion Sanders once said uh, when he was in his heyday smashing, he was like, he was like, first you'll have one girl. You'll be happy to have one girl. Then you'll have two. Then two is not enough. Then you'll have three. Then three is not enough. Then you got to have 10. I know you normies that have had seven, seven sexual partners your whole time and you have normie sex with your wife, missionary. I know you guys believe that this is the perhaps the best that you're ever going to get. <laughs> all right. Celebrities that had it all, they can't do no missionary. They got to switch and get something here and hire girls and all of this stuff. All right. It's crazy. Yeah. He, him and Michael Irvin used to party together and they had a place called the white house. Cause I believe one of them two or both of them were married. And then they had a place off, off in another uh, neighborhood they used to call the White House, and this is all allegedly from Deion Sanders when they played for the Cowboys, and they used to go over there and do whatever they did with multiple women. They can't do that now. NFLers can't do that now. Somebody says, um, yeah, man, I can't. Once you've had X amount of women, you can't do no normie. <laughs> Somebody says, oh, wow, Greg, you're scaring me. What am I scaring you about? Is that a woman? <laughs> I don't know. 
I'm not, I don't mean to scare you, but in these circles of celebrity, they can't have no one person. <laughs> they can't have no one person. Then this is a whole eyes wide shut. Suburban neighborhoods have big time swinger clubs, like clubs and groups where they'll go to a suburban house and they'll lay out uh, mattresses or whatever. Uh, where where was I at? Um, they actually have a um, swingers club here where you go there. All right. A friend of mine who was a barber uh, used to get invited to swinger parties. They used to get they. So you go there and there's rooms. There's there's like a mansion and there's rooms with mattresses all on the floor. And these were invite only. And you go in there. And uh, you have your way. So it's tough for men, people like Dale Curry to just be like just to have be with one woman his whole life. There's no way. There's no way. Uh, but these places are all over the place. And so a lot of times you think this married couple is a boring married couple. Mm -mm. They be swinging, man. They be swinging. Swinging for the fences. So uh, ladies, I think that one person was a lady uh, said that that was scaring you. <laughs> Bull Adams. <laughs> oh, so, oh, oh, I wanted to comment on that. I wanted to comment on that. There's rules to this. So a lot of times if you're a black guy, you can go to swingers parties without a person with you. So what happens is when you go to a swinger party, you got to bring another, you, you got to come as a couple. But sometimes if you're a bull and you're a black guy and you're physically fit, you can come in by yourself. That's basically part of the swinger scene. But they have their rules. They have their rules. And if you step over the rules, it's, it's grounds for death. You know what I mean? Like somebody will come, somebody's husband will come clap you. I mean, not clap your cheeks, but they'll, they'll, they'll take you out for violating the rules of the swingers. It's crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs> Maury, shout out to Maury. He said, what the F? Yeah. So if you're a black guy, you come in, you don't have to bring no partner because you're the bull. By the way, this probably extends from some slavery-ish. <laughs> Kaylin Ferguson says, when Aisha divorces Steph, there will be that will be the end. The end of what? Oh, my gosh. That's going to be the end of Steph. Poor Steph. Dre says, um, women should stop giving advice to other women. <laughs> They'll never do that. They'll never do that. Man, I mean, the worst, some of the, <laughs> some of the worst advice that they, they give each other is literally some of the worst advice they give each other, you're just sitting there like, oh, because it's centered around feeling good. And ladies want to feel good. They want to feel like they, you know, they're doing the right thing. And you can't help this. They're social creatures. So they got to get together and they got to talk all of their stuff through. Most of the time they come out of it, they'll shed some tears. They'll cry. They'll feel good for about themselves. Thank you very much. I needed that. And they'll go back out there making mistakes. <laughs> They'll go back out there making mistakes, bro. You're just like unbelievable. But sometimes misery loves company. I wish I, I wish that was one thing that could change about them is that misery loves company when it comes to them. And the same thing that they told you in secret, they, they, if they tell one woman this, this woman's going to tell this other person, and then somebody else is going to use that information against them. And they fall for that every single time. They think they can confide in any person. And as a man, we know we can't confide in people. As a matter of fact, 
nobody really cares when we are dealing with problems, right? Nobody cares. Nobody cares that you're trying to keep your family together. You're trying to feed them. You're taking risks and sacrifices. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So even if we got together as men and we started sharing our sensitive side and we started discussing, oh, man, you know, it's tough out here to be a man. You know, you soy boys. You soy boys that want to sit around all day complaining and uh, sitting there trying to share, you know, share you know, all of the struggles in your life. The, re the reality is, men, nobody cares about your struggle. Nobody cares. And this is another thing that happens with uh, a group of people that always want people to care about their struggle. Nobody cares as a man, unfortunately. Not even women care, <laughs> okay? So the same information that you give to women, she's actually going to look at you as less of a man or she's going to use that information against you later on, pillow talk style. Or she's going to use it to basically, I, have you ever told a woman a secret? You're like, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll open up, I'll become emotional for you. And you told her some stuff and she came back and used it against you, right? She came back and immediately used it against you. And you're like, holy man, wow, why do you use that against me? You know, that hurts me. They don't care. Hey, guys, in this world, and it's unfortunate, but it's the truth. Most people don't care about your pain. They don't care about your struggle. They don't care about, um, you know, what hurts you or hurting you. They don't care. Like the whole thing about who hurt you is all the proof you need that nobody cares about your pain. It's all the proof you need. What more proof do you need than then somebody just comes in here and says, well, who hurt you? And it, it's not intended to find out who hurt you. It's that they're, the joke is you sound hurt. Now, most people can't even say that to women who hurt you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because then they'll come out with a whole laundry list of people and we're supposed to care. So I said, that we care. We go through the same struggles. And uh, we, we want to do what's best for us. We want to provide. And it's taken for granted, unfortunately. And you want to have somebody appreciate it. And the people who you're sacrificing for, eventually, they'll be like, they'll still be like, well, I don't care. And you just got to deal with it as a guy. You can go all the, all the therapy sessions you need to go to. It still is not going to help the fact that the people that you sacrifice for, it's not going to make them appreciate you anymore. That's the reality of it. So I can share with them, these people don't appreciate me. No, you need these people to appreciate you over here. Where are we at here? OGA1, he says, you're right, CGA guys. Or he says, Charlotte, I believe. You're right, Charlotte guys, watch out for Snoo Snoo, I believe it is. I believe that's what that means. The Doc, Mark Matthews, said, oh, that's a nice one. Thank you. We'll give you a co-sponsorship on that one. Thank you, Doc. We got a couple more cash apps in the building. Loud Pocket says, Hot Girl Summer got me looking like Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, man. What do you like best about the Hot Girl Summer here? All right. The, the attire that they're wearing. Oh, did you see? Somebody made a video about a girl in the gym. She took all her she took all of her clothes out. She had a sports bra and she went in on um I think it was Red Sings the Blues. And then um I think it was maybe it was, I can't remember. And um she went in on the dude that was looking at her so she you know I'll I'll get to the story. So anyway, she had a sports bra on. I'll see if I can find a video. She had a sports bra on and tight 
shorts. For some reason, they all got to show their little bodies. I get it. But when you look, they use it against you. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, hold up. When you look at them, they actually record you and uh, they start talking noise about you. That's crazy. I'm going to pull that video up. Shout out to, we'll call it, let me see what government name. Uh, Coach, would you smash or pass Amira Dime? I'm bad with names, man. I'm telling you, who in the hell is that? Amira Dime. Oh, man. <laughs> she looks like a, um, I don't like her butt, but because it doesn't look real. But uh, she got a face. She looks like a young Nicole Murphy. Yeah, that's a little bit too much hippish going on right there. But uh, she's a pretty girl. Yeah, she's something else, man. I'm not going to show her on the screen because uh, I don't know if I can show all that. She's got a pretty face. But she's a light skin, so, you know, you know how light skins are. Simon Small in the building. Thank you, sir, for being here again. Zero Fallout says best defense Boston can play is DM Aisha Curry. All right, they can, they can do that potentially and throw Steph off his game. Uh, they got to win. They got to win here. Caitlin Ferguson says men care about women too much sometimes. Yeah, we do. This is why celebrities and normie men always um, trying to figure out how to get in the good graces of women. Right. And at this point, I know getting in the good graces of women is temporary. It's what have you done for me lately? But a lot of guys think if they just do this one thing, they'll be they'll get into the good graces of women and it'll be smooth sailings from here on out. But it's not true. It is not true. You're always going to have to jump. Like I always call it the bar. Whatever the whatever you do for them is now the bar. Now, with you. I saw a girl yesterday at the gas station. She pulled up in her little ass. I don't know what it was. It was a little car. And there was a dude sitting in the seat. And she's out there pumping the gas. And she's, uh, you know, cleaning the windows. And she was a busted Pillsbury biscuit can, right? And he was he was not in good shape either. And, uh, and, and he's sitting in the car while she's cleaning the window, pumping the gas. And I'm sitting there like, that's crazy. I was like, this woman probably sees like the next man I get, he's going to do more for me. I'm like, baby, that's the that's the best you're going to get. That's the best you're going to get. And then eventually there was a guy selling flowers. The guy got out of the car and brought her flowers, right? So I'm sitting there like, oh, boy. But um, <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, what is this going on? But this whole interaction, this normie interaction, one of them believes that this next thing is going to get them in the good graces and it's going to be smooth sailing. But that's not how it works with women. You're constantly raising the bar. Here's the bar, and you're with her. You got to do a little bit more. And then if she gets out of your relationship with you, she's going to expect the next man to raise the bar up here. Now I know I'll never pump gas and clean the windows with my new man. You got to do better than that. So the bar's up here. You'll do it. You'll do better than that. And then she'll put the bar up here now. <laughs> All right. Oh, great. It's up here. Like, what? Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Newski says Michael Blackson's woman lets him have a side chick. I was going to do a video on that, but I actually passed on it because I don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. And uh, I think she's like an Asian woman, if I'm not mistaken. And what is she like? She's like, whatever, man. She's there for the money anyway. Let me find that video of uh, the gym girl. And this is what men, men deal with uh, when it comes to women, unfortunately, man. Let me see if it was Red Sings the Blues. 
it was it was one of the ah that was it red sings the blue shout out to you what i can i play your video fair use <laughs> fair use so here it is right here this was me this weekend with no internet trying to watch youtube i was literally offline for like two days so this is a woman here and she's complaining that uh this personal trainer in the back tyrone we're gonna call him tyrone She's complaining that he's staring at her. It says right here, trainer gets caught on camera being a pervert. Mm. Caught on camera being a pervert. And when I stand up for myself, he threatens to call the police and revoke my membership. Let's see what happens here. Stand up for myself. He threatens to call the police and revoke my membership. All right. So, I mean, she's she's taking her clothes off in the gym. I don't know if you know. I don't care who, what this woman looks like. If I see a woman doing this, taking her shirt off, I'm going to look. Who's the real bad guy here? Shout out to Red Sings the Blues. That's Red Sings the Blues. He was actually a, a contributor financially for a lot of shows, and now he's a content creator. 5,000 subs. Congratulations. But I stand up for myself. He threatens to call the police and revoke my membership. I mean, this is pretty revealing attire for a gym. I mean, the personal trainer's pretty much covered up here, but um, she's taking her clothes off. By the way, uh, she's recording herself, which a lot of women do. Uh, I guess a lot of people in fitness do. I never, well, no, I won't say I never. Um, I tend to not do that. But watch this, I think. So she slow mows it and zooms in, zooms in. He's not even looking at her, bro. I think this guy's looking. Oh, he might be looking in the mirrors. I've worked in gyms. So the trainer's looking in the mirror, and this guy's looking at her. So she zooms in. Why? Why are you freaking, what are you doing? So he finally looks, because the dude was like, hey, yo, hey, yo, like men do. Well, hello, hot jogger. Rubbernecking. You already know what time it is. All right, look. No commentary, Red. Let's see the rest of the video. Now, watch her attitude. Watch her attitude. So, look, she finally sees her him looking, and now she's going to give him the business. Do you need something? Do you need something? Why is she so defensive? Take your shirt off. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me, bro? This type of dude, look at you. <laughs> Unbelievable. She keeps repeating that. Do you need something? Do you need something? Okay, I thought so. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, they be watching too much Captain Marvel. What? Do you need something? Do you need something? What in the world? I'm like, I'm. It blows my mind. What? This is gym culture right here. Now she gonna put her headphones in. Boy, I tell you, man. Uh, back in the day, this is why people kept gym separate. This is why people kept gym separate because what are you doing? You're you're doing too much. You're doing way too much. You're obviously. I mean, listen. I'm not saying you're seeking attention, but there's something going on here. And you're trying to get their attention. He looked for a half a second, and now she's all in his ass, right? 
She obviously came with a chip on her shoulder. She's obviously came with a chip on her shoulder. And she was waiting for this. And she had to just call somebody a perv. Now, what he doing is he he giving her way too much attention. But he's the trainer there, so he act like he owns the uh, gym. But she's getting what she wants. She's getting what she wants. And now she can go out there and be like, oh, I was a victim. And he did this. He did that. And so he doesn't realize she, he's playing into her uh, whatever chip is on her shoulder. That means so, yeah, man, extra, 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 too much, way too much chip on her shoulder. She's coming in there, um, distracting people's workout. She's recording herself. I mean, there ought to be some gym decorum related to stuff like this. It's just ridiculous after after a while. Oh, man, we got uh, a couple more chats here. No government name says, I know from personal interactions with famous people that their ability to discern between women is piss poor at best. A lot of them get hella women very early, so they don't know what to look for to ensure they're getting a good deal. They just see a pretty face and go with it. Plus, they are busy working on their craft so um, so hard that they don't have time and experience figuring women out like most men do. Yeah. And especially athletes and celebrities, I, I I think athletes early on they are their athletic prowess is going to be when they're young, and so they don't have time discerning between good women and not good women, if you will, good women or not good women. So they deal with a lot of BS up front, and then eventually, eventually, they'll learn, but they'll have to go through a lot of pain. Most of us aren't like that, and we had to go through whatever we need to go through to try to attract a woman, and so. We actually do a little bit better than them, more more or less. Rockaway Rob, New York City. He says the NYC Latino chapter of the Coach Gang would like to sponsor a twenty four hour stream with two hundred and forty bucks. Let's get it done. Oh gosh, the twenty four hour stream. All right, one of these days I'm gonna do that twenty four hour stream. All right, I will be sleeping for about two hours. I will take a nap. Who else is in here? Harold L, Harold L says the dark side. Here coming. comes the bankroll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double bear shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? To who? You to don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she need. Giving her what she need. And <laughs> shout out to Kayla Ferguson. If you marry her, didn't you care for her? That, that again goes with the whole, that's that's one of the problems that we have to deal with. So a lot of guys will marry a woman and you will care for her, you will provide, and then eventually she'll be like, no, it's not enough, unfortunately. It's not enough. You got to do a little bit more. And it's crazy. It's crazy, unfortunately. But uh, shout out to my Instagram. I gained like 20,000 followers. Do they call that on Instagram? 20,000 followers, 23,000 in the last let's say week and a half and one of my videos went viral and i think one of my reels got a million yeah a million views interesting 
So sometimes I don't even look at the results. I don't look at the comment section too much. I just like to post and kind of keep my mind free of monitoring the comment section. So I don't know what's going on over there, but I just noticed my followers going crazy in the last 10 days. So one of my reels, let me see how long ago it was. One of my reels went crazy a million. When was this reel? It doesn't say the date on it. I'm bad with social media. Damn, I almost deleted it. <laughs> so anyway, one of my reels went viral, a million views on Instagram. And um, it's got me like 20 something odd thousand subs and all that stuff, almost to 60K. I mean, like in crazy, crazy amount of time. I actually had like 29K 10 days ago. And it's up to 50 something, 53, and it keeps going up and up. So it is what it is. And people are learning more about this. And I think, you know, because Kevin's not here anymore producing any more content, people are looking for other content creators. Andrew Tate is kind of taking off now and filled that void. And now people are finding other content creators that have been doing this as well. So now they're they're going, oh, there's other people that have been doing this. 60K. Somebody said, play it, play the clip. Let me see here. It's uh, it's this one. Let me see. Hold on. I'm bad with the, hold on. How's this? Testosterone rate for men in their 30s. Uh, let's see. It's this one. Men today, lowest testosterone rate for men in their 30s. Lowest. Young boys in Generation Z and millennials walking around here, they don't care about women. The highest virginity rate ever for men under 30. Not the women, though. The young girl's getting their back blown out. She getting some salami. She's smuggling salami. The boys are not. The girls are monetized now. They can go selfie pictures on the internet. 16, sitting in their bedroom. Snap. Sending them to dirty old men. Then they go on the OnlyFans seeking arrangements, blah, 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 like this and that. Yo, as a young boy, how did you get that girl? Men today. So, lowest anyway, that's the clip that went. <laughs> that's the clip that went uh, 1 million. 1 million views on there so anyway selling feet pictures so anyway that was from the cme and was that las vegas i think that was las vegas cme for donovan cme that was a clip from that speech so anyway <laughs> i thought that was pretty cool where are we at here let's do a couple more and then we're gonna get ready uh my son got me sick so i'm a little bit cloudy today <laughs> all right but then we'll be back in here later on today I might have to go a little bit early. Let me check. All right. Yesterday, man, that was been a long day and my son got me sick. All right. I'm going to get his ass for sure. Where are we at here? Alfred uh, Winnie Wall says, an old lady at my gym took a full shower, including shampooing her hair in the pool deck shower and had the nerve to give me dirty looks after shaking my head, which is absolutely weird. Um, obviously, you're going to look. I don't know why people call people perverts for looking. But people, for some reason, think a guy that's looking at you is perverted and you're doing something that's drawing attention to yourself. All right. You're doing something that's drawing attention to yourself. And then they have the nerve to be out here. You're a pervert. You're out here. It's absolutely crazy. And I mean, it's, it's one of those weirdest things that you're dealing with. I think before men had a chance to nip that type of behavior in the bud. But now the behavior is out of control. Like you can't check them. And if you check them, they're going to be the victim. I don't know if you guys know. One of these things are going to be used against you. If you talk to a woman, right? Uh, first of all, the simp wolf whistle is going to be used. So if you're having the discussion with a woman in open public, 
she's going to raise her voice and she's going to get a little bit more high pitch and she's going to fault you uh, for talking to her, right? She's going to play the victim and then other people are going to come around and go, what, what, why are you yelling at her? And I'm like, she was yelling at me, right? She was in the one saying, do you have a problem here? We got a problem here. We got a problem here, right? And she started the interaction. She instigated the interaction. All I did was look, and now she has a problem with me. But the simp wolf whistle is going to be used. Then if you're getting into a heated discussion with them, which I advise you not, guess what's going to happen next? She's going to say you're abusive. Now it's going to be verbal abusive, emotional abusive, one of those. I mean, I think now women do not fail whipping that one out. Everybody's abusive. Everything's abusive. It's kind of like narcissists. You're a narcissist. You're an abuser. Most of the time they get abused. They cause the, they cause the whatever interaction you're having with them, they instigated it. But you're the abuser. Okay, so. And then the next one they're going to do is obviously then it's going to be um, they're going to whip out some sort of uh, pervert, controlling, insecure. All of these things are be are, are used in the same sort of playbook as if they all studied the same playbook. You're controlling. Is, I mean, especially in a relationship, you break up controlling, insecure, abusive, financial, emotional, verbal and God forbid, physical. They always been abused. Um, some sort of assault happened. <laughs> they were the victim. They got to get to the point where if they break up with someone or they call, why do you have to cause this situation where the person was, well, it was because of this. You chose to be with that person and you put up with the abuse. You put you, this guy put four babies in your belly. And now all of a sudden he was an abuser the whole time. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, women attach to people who are their abuser. You know, I'm like, <laughs> like controlling. He was controlling. He was insecure. Um, yeah, they got to somehow disqualify you. They got to disqualify you. Maury says, heard a chick say a dude not wanting his girl to be dressed like a streetwalker. Uh, she, when she goes out, is controlling. Yeah, man, I do. I listen. This is just how they. This is just how they socialize, and you become a part of that. So you get into a relationship with them, and this is going to be the exit plan. The exit plan is going to be, I gotta literally make myself because listen. When was the, again? When was the last time they got into one of these situations and say this was my fault? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's never their fault, and they gotta paint somebody as the bad person when they don't achieve. You're going to find this out about your wives, your girlfriends, your children, uh, people you work with. It's never going to be their fault. They're never going to take the accountability. And all you wanted to do is hold them accountable. I'm going to hold you accountable. That's my job. And as soon as you hold them accountable, they're going to buck. As soon as they're done being held accountable, nope, you ain't going to hold me accountable. You're an abuser. You're psychological, emotional, verbal. Financial, <laughs> you're like, God dang. He was a stalker. It's it's one of those crazy things, unfortunately. This is why we tell men, uh, especially if you're not where you want to be in life, relationships are the last thing you're going to need to get into because once you do, you got to be able to uh, deal with the fallout. You got to deal with the fallout, and eventually there's going to be fallout. 
I'm still waiting for the day. A woman comes in and says, you know, I really messed it up with that good man. <laughs> that guy was a good man. He did everything he needed to do, and I messed it up. And I'm a better woman because of that. I learned what not to do in relationships so I can be a better woman for the next man. You're never, you, I've never heard that. And the guy could, the guy could not even hurt a fly, but he's an abuser. <laughs> You're like, holy shit. Like him? Oh, you should see it, man. He's so abusive. Okay, what type of what type of abuse was he? What type of abuser was he? Like, was he physical with you? Did he beat you up? Is he in jail? <laughs> like, no. He yelled at me. Like, how did he yell at you? Like, what were you doing? You were doing something you weren't supposed to? And you were going out to dress like a streetwalker? Yeah, I would, I would expect you to get yelled at, too. <laughs> you were gaslighting him? You were instigating him? You followed him around the house trying to talk to him? And he finally yelled at you? Yeah. Yelling's not abuse. <laughs> <laughs> that's not abuse it's abuse if you wake up every day and yell if i wake up every day where's my stuff woman yeah that would be abuse. but yelling for getting yelled at for something that you didn't do or didn't did do that's not abuse or they'll say uh he was uh the, the controlling part well that was the part when the controlling thing is what you liked about him that's what they liked about him they liked that he was controlling but now they don't like it. He set the dates. He told me what to wear. He told me what time to be there. Now you're late. You're running late. So I'm yelling at you. I'm like, what the hell is this? How come you're late all the time? Well, it takes more to, to get a woman. No, no, no. Prioritize your time. You were sitting over there playing Candy Crush when I walked in. Now you want to rush to the shower and get your hair done. Get your time prioritized. Prioritize your time. All right. Stop playing Candy Crush and your ass will be on time. Oh, you're an abuser. <laughs> when they first meet you, though, oh, he's so nice. He tells us what he tells me what to wear. He tells me what to, where we're going. He orders from the menu. He takes care of the bill. That turns into financial and abuse and controlling real fast. Real fast. He always tells me where we're going to eat. I never get to choose. He tells me what to wear. I'm tired of those ugly ass dresses. I want to wear what I want to wear. And plus, I want to have my own money <laughs> after a while. But he pays all the bills. Now you want your own money. It's so weird. And people fall for it hook, line, and sinker. Every time I hear it, I'm like, these people are nuts. I guarantee you. I would not sit through no abuse for no six, seven, eight years and let people impregnate me. And then all of a sudden come out back in and talk about he's an abuser. I don't listen to, I don't listen to none of that financial abuse. What is that? He's a financial abuser. He's always holding money over our heads. Like you mean he's put standards on how he's going to spend his money. If I had my own money, okay, if you had your own money, you would be living on your own. So, but we're in a relationship. There's no such thing as your own money, all right? This is our money. And I'm the budget. I lead over the budget. And I'm going to be a little bit more financially frugal. So I'm not just going to throw my money around. And I'm going to put standards where the, where whatever I spend. So if you want this, you're going to have to qualify for that. I'm not just going to give you stuff. It's a financial abuser.
It's absolutely crazy. I don't know what to deal with it. And so I, I've, I've bowed out of these relationships. Again, until I start hearing women's, women say, it was my fault. I could have been a better woman. Until I start hearing that, no relationships for me. But I've yet to hear one woman. I've yet to hear a woman say that after a relationship. He says, I'm buying a bit. He says, I'm buying bit by bit because I got money. That's Jesus Ramirez. Shout out you, uh, to you, buying bit by bit. Until I hear accountability and, oh, you know, I, I'm not dealing with them. It's all the same. It's all the same, especially then uh, the, the normie. Shout out to Wayne over there, especially the normies, because then eventually you go. Eventually, normies, what, what normies do is eventually the guy says, uh, well, I apologize, right? The guy messes up and uh, the woman messes up, but eventually he has to come and apologize. And she's done no wrong, none. And you're like, none? She did nothing wrong? Kind of like that guy, uh, DJ Envy. DJ Envy is on a world tour and his wife is dragging his ass and he's looking like a super duper beta male gump. And he cheated. I think something happened. Oh, she's out there saying he um, he doesn't please her. She's never had an orgasm in the bed. And he's out there getting drugged. It's just absolutely insane what normie guys do. Somebody says, show the ATM lady. What ATM lady? Oh, this one. <laughs> I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So uh, ladies, I would love to see, I would love to see you guys take some accountability for your failed relationships and stop always bringing up the past. They will get into a relationship and bring up stuff from like, Oh, from 2010. Well, in 2010, you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, we're in literally in 2022. And you're talking about something that happened in 2010. That you stuck around, that you was involved with. You were there. You were part and parcel of the problem or the whole opportunity. And then it didn't go your way. And now you're bringing it back up. You're bringing it back up. Anyway, man, look, let's get out of here. Appreciate y'all for being here. Enough rambling today. Shout out to the coach game. I will put timestamps up. I know there's timestamps missing on several videos. We'll get those put up. Until then, we out of here. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you.